Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another installment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and weirdgeeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. We Are Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Riders on the storm Riders on the storm Into this house Geeks! 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 Hello, welcome back to the Wii Geeks Horror Show, where every single Friday we take you through another installment in the classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me throughout, currently, the Hitcher franchise is Christina Masterson. Hi. Shaking her head. What's wrong with you? you what? You're denying it's a franchise? <laughs> no, this is not a franchise. You though. will soon see. And Heaven Devera. Hello, hello. That was more sultry. Oh. Uh, if you're new to us, hello, <laughs> welcome. I mean, not in how you said it, <laughs> the look you were giving. There was a tilt to the head, there was a little look out to the sunshine. I'm in my feelings. Someone. Sorry, guys. You're in your feelings? Yeah. Okay, we'll get to your feelings. <laughs> if you're new to us, hello and welcome. Please head on out to Wee Geeks and all of your apps and all of the stuff with the things. Subscribe to us, rate to us. It helps us out a whole damn bunch because we do all this for free and we appreciate it a lot. I normally would throw the caveat over to these two about what we're not trying to sell to you, but they don't seem to be onto the game yet. So this is your one week off, guys. This is your one week off of the new mandate where I will say... We do all this for free. We don't do any patrons. We don't do any and so we're not going to try and sell you any. And then you have to jump in with something appropriate from either Topical Week or the movies of what we're not trying to sell. We're not this selling week, anything. You get the week off. You get the week off. That's the point. Most Why? people have to sell their podcasts. You got to do patrons. You got to do things. We're lucky. We're not doing any of that. We're also stupid because we're not doing any of that. <laughs> you get you get in the week off, Heaven. I'm warning you guys. Next week, come. But prepared. what are we supposed to say? anything that's the point it's a joke oh. by dissecting the joke <laughs> it's no longer <laughs> a joke we ain't telling jokes here lucky you my god, <laughs> my god. That was really um, good, we're talking about a hitcher too i've been waiting have you i have not <laughs> been <laughs> that's uh, i mean that's quite the subtitle it gets a 4.3 out of 10 on the imdb uh, but before we get to the movie itself we do like to look at the year that was 2003. All of us remember that, right? Yes. Does yes. anyone remember it? Just about. I was in kindergarten. <laughs> you, were you born? Yeah. You were in kindergarten? I was. What? You were in kindergarten? You're yeah. a fucking nightmare. You really are. <laughs> I, How old were you in 2003? I was five. Five. Yeah, I was five. You were, you were five? five? Kindergarten's five-year-olds. Mm-hmm. How are we friends? I don't oh, no. know. I was graduating from... That was the year I graduated from high school? No, it wasn't. Don't mind. Really? <laughs> I don't even want to say. I'm going to... What about you, <laughs> I'm going to avoid this entire was conversation. It really doesn't matter the because The year you became a, a grandpa? <laughs> and, and I became a cool grandpa in 2003. You are a cool grandpa. I just... Um, it will have been a couple of weeks ago by the time this podcast goes up, but I just recorded a, a podcast with Alex and Christina. And heaven came up in that conversation. And we're talking about how we were cool grandpas. And I said, I've been upgraded from cool grandpa to older brother. So mm-hmm. feeling pretty good about myself, which then Shannon pointed out, it was very wise of heaven to skip the, the middle ground from grandfather to brother, which is dad, 
because that's not appropriate. No. But grandfather <laughs> and brother are both appropriate. Shout out to Alex, who is still Weird. a cool grandpa. I'll let him know. He's still a cool grandpa. To be fair, I'm not necessarily a cool older brother. I'm just an older brother. I know. What are you uh, to I'm text- me? I'm texting a cool you both. Cousin? Yeah, Christina's a cool older cousin. No, she's oh, the wait, estranged cousin. Wait, I'm Heaven's cousin and I and you're my cousin too, Al? My neighbor. Is that our cousin's what? Your neighbor, Al. <laughs> well wait, if I'm her brother, then you have to be my cousin <laughs> as well. We don't get to whip them. Wait, what are you to me? I'm we're the same. I'm her brother, so that means we're also cousins. <laughs> I derailed us. I'm That's sorry, how guys. Family works, Christina. Family. Then Heaven, I'm your cousin, your cool older cousin. Probably, yeah. Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left left behind. behind. Except in this quarantine, leave everyone behind in their separate spaces. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. We have been a bit topical with this one. We're not recording them week by week, though. So if you've been listening to us week by week, then we are recording these within about... These first three episodes have been about a week span. Um, So Mm -hmm. we're still... We're probably... We're not up to current events. Who knows if anyone is still listening or left in the world by the time this goes up. We're not sure. So we're looking at 2003. Someone has the worldwide box office from that year. Who is Me. it? Me. There she is. It's our cousin, Christina. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know about this. I don't okay. have cousins or brothers or sisters, so I'm all for it, guys. I need family. Oh, you don't have family? I apparently do have cousins, but I don't know them. And I definitely don't have <laughs> brothers or sisters that aren't at least removed in some way. Oh, Al, look, I'm sorry. You see my leggings? What are you doing? What's happening? <laughs> these leggings, I stole them from Quiet. I'm sorry. Oh, did you really? I didn't, I didn't give you back all of your wardrobe. I found a box of that stuff when I was helping my mom move house. Um, you did. Also, in the podcast we just did, Shannon's boyfriend, James, just handed her a drink and apparently he had zero pants or underwear on. And he was like an inch away from being in frame because he didn't Gross. realize how wide the camera was. So Gross. Shannon started like dying. <laughs> Gross. Oh, man. I'll see if I could get Brandon to, that, to do that for you next week. Okay. Cool. So... Thanks. Let's do number 10. We did 2003, number 10. We have Bad Boys 2. I mean, who would have thought that Bad Boys 3... So what's that? 2003 to now, 17 years since the last one. And the new one did gangbusters. It made so much money. It's crazy. Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. The one that just came out. Oh, wow. I don't know. I've never seen any of them because I'm not a bad boy. I'm a bad girl. All right, this is all getting weird. Let's, let's continue. <laughs> wow. I'm not. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I shouldn't make a joke. It obviously didn't work. Maybe I'll just... No more jokes for today. Okay, number nine, we have Terminator 3, Rise of Machines. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Genuinely, I think the story for Rise of Machines is no more stupid than the story for the new one that quite a lot of people liked but didn't make much money mm. but the new one's just better made yeah it's all right it's not bad it's got claire danes in it cool number eight we have chicago heaven's open to mouth as if she knows a movie i do that's with sharon <laughs> she's like i've heard of the city chicago <laughs> uh, i don't know what it's about number seven we have that's Elf. the musical it's fucking sh- it won like the oscar oh or something it's that the year. musical yeah it's the musical 
why isn't it on my other thing that's weird that's so weird okay the musical <sighs> number seven we have elf i loved elf I still there you go elf. isn't it heartbreaking that this is the film <laughs> everyone's like oh yeah we all know elf <laughs> i know movie. elf i have a running joke with my friends because everybody loves elf and they like putting it on to upset me and i fucking hate hate elf so much we have the same christmas movie though gremlins gremlins is the best christina did what you say about elf I said, oh, now we know a third thing that we could torture you with. Poop emoji, elf, and spunk. Writing a list. Just so you know, our audience doesn't know the context of what you're saying. So that it's <laughs> the context of spunk for those listening. There's like this emoji, and it's blowing um, air out its nostrils, and it looks angry. But I think it's kind of an emoji oh. of grim determination and spunk. And Al just doesn't like the word spunk. So no, I don't like the word spunk. Spunk stays though. I think. I think it should. Is stay. That because it means it means the same thing in American as it does in English, right? Spunky. Yeah, spunky. Do you want to Oh, really? Is this so completely like, are you both you fucking with well, me or is this well, lost on you guys? What did you what? Did you got some spunk on you or something? <laughs> <laughs> does it really not mean the same thing no, to Americans? No, it has multiple meanings, Al. Okay. All right, all right. I think you're just both bullying me. <laughs> Number 6 we have X2 X-Men United. I also love that movie. Blah, there was a time blah. when this was spunk, there was a time spunk, when this was the whatever. best the absolute best uh superhero movie. Oh, X2. really? For quite mm-hmm. a while, yeah. Never seen it. Number 5 we have Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey, Jennifer Aniston, Morgan Freeman and Philip Baker Hall. Why are you reading actors of that one, but none of the other movies? <laughs> you're a fucking it's weirdo. Just, you never know. You know what you're going to get with me. Number four, we have The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. You all know the who's in one. that. Number three, we have The Matrix Reloaded. And I just saw Keanu Reeves a few months ago at a restaurant. And... What do you got to say? Then you're just showing up. That's all you got to say. You're just showing up. (laughs) Just showing up. I mean, you're going to see him at restaurants when you're literally stalking him as he comes out of his house, Christina, and just follow him for the entire day. That's how it's going to work. How'd you know? (laughs) I know you. You're a fucking little creeper. (laughs) Number two, we have Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Johnny Depp. First one. End of an era with The Matrix and Lord of the Rings, beginning of a new era. We're Pirates of the Caribbean. And number one. Hold on to your underpants, ladies and gentlemen. That'd be a good name for a movie. (laughs) Do do you know what it is? Can you guys guess? From that era that did better than Pirates, did better than The Matrix, and did better than Lord of the Rings in 2003? Yeah. Any guesses? Any guesses? No, I don't know. I got one guess. Go. Is it a comic book movie? Is it a what? comic book movie no is it disney no i don't know Mm, i don't know i closed the window (laughs) well back then though like back then i think it's pixar oh is it um monsters inc no okay i don't know then finding nemo yes oh you got it is that pixar yeah that's pixar oh wow that's pixar pre pre disney fully buying them as well oh man wow Um, wow interesting interesting wow okay 
Well, that's that was illuminating, as always. Thank you, Christina. Heaven, you got them spooky lists. What yes, was the I Hitcher do. 2? Like the Hitcher 2, presumably any movie that comes out in a year wants to be the top of its game. It wants to be the best of the genre that year. You know, like Bruce Almighty, they came out going, we're going to be the best comedy. Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, we're going to be the best fantasy epic. Hitcher 2, I've been waiting, presumably wants to be the best spooky of the year. I don't so know. What was it going I don't know against? about that. <laughs> it was, it was going up against that. some heavy hitters. I even like, I recognize well, we'll some see. from this list. We'll see. They should have made a, what is it called when you make that board? When you make that board, a witcher like board? Secret, yeah, the Hitcher 2 should have made like a secret board. The secret secret board, you know, where you put your dreams and aspirations on a board and they come uh, true. Hit, the Hitcher 2 did not make that. What are you talking that. about? I, did you, what did you talk about, guys? Oprah. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? This is the weirdest episode we've ever recorded. Christina's like, <laughs> a self-isolation has finally gone to her. Maybe. Okay, sorry. Heaven. Wait, go on. on. Never mind. <laughs> Just never mind. Um, so we'll start numerically. Number one, Darkness Falls. Darkness Falls is alright. It's pretty cool. It's got a great Two. opening. Ooh. It's a tooth. It's a tooth fairy horror. Tooth fairy? What? Yeah. They steal tooths. I mean, sure. Two hmm. Dreamcatcher. Stephen King adaptation. Big budget. It's alright. It's not great. Number three, Final Destination Two. We're going to get to these. Like, we've been meaning to them for ages because I'm actually excited to do these. They're a lot of fun. But they're meant to be making a new one that keeps getting pushed back. So we're going to do it when that new one's being made. Mm. Freddy versus Jason. Covered it twice on the Friday 13th series and the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I've talked about this movie from multiple angles. Ooh. Go back and check it out. High Tension. Genuinely in my top five horror films of all time. Uh, High Tension in England, it's called Switchblade Romance. It's a French movie, new French extremism movement, and it's really fucking cool. Until, well, I hate the ending, but the rest of the film's so good, it doesn't matter. (laughs) House of a Thousand Corpses. This is Rob Zombie's first feature film. Um, It's a a hot mess, but Mm. it's... At the time, I found it. I really loved it. (laughs) But hey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, when you see someone in a bar and they're a hot mess, but you're like, mm. They're yeah. hot. Know that. They're still wet. And it's yeah. pretty cold like right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just anybody warmth, basically. Not in this isolation, guys. House of the Dead. This is an Uwe Boll adaptation. Uwe Boll, for you guys who probably don't know him, he's like the Ed Wood of our generation. He's seen as the worst director of our generation, but he has lots of, lots of money from somewhere. There's lots of theories on where that comes from. And he bought a lot of video game adaptations back in this era and made tons of really bad video game ones, and this is one of them. Although I think this one's one of the more fun ones because it's kind of so bad. It's actually kind of great. Mm. Jeepers Creepers 2. So there was a minute, there was a moment when we were planning this exact series, the one we're doing right now, Rogue Pursuit Slashes, where we were like, we have to put Jeepers Creepers in this because many people would count it, but I didn't for two reasons one because it's hard to talk too much about victor salva he's a convicted pedophile people don't like you covering his stuff and we don't need to get into that here another thing is that honestly it's only the first half of the first jeepers creepers is a dual type movie it's a fantastic dual type movie let's be clear the first half of the first jeepers creepers is fantastic so if you're listening to this series and you're enjoying these movies along with us maybe not including this week we'll see 
highly recommend you illegally, I guess, if you don't want to give him money, but check out that first half of the original Jeepers Creepers at least. But yeah, we did we we decided not to cover it for those reasons. Juan mm. the Grudge too. You know the Grudge, surely. You guys know this one. See. Si. Leprechaun, <sighs> back to the hood. <laughs> what? Back to the <laughs> hood. Just like tilted in her face in confusion. Back to the hood. Yeah. Yeah. He already did in the hood. Leprechaun in the hood. Now this is back to the hood. He went back for more. Um, I think we're going to get to Leprechaun need one a, day. They need, people need to hire me to come up with names because... This is... I don't know. Do you know, um, do you know who's the star of the first Leprechaun movie, Christina? Who? Jennifer Aniston. <gasps> really? True story. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. <laughs> Mimic 3, The Sentinel. Oh, actually, I really like this one. Yeah, Mimic 3 is my favorite Mimic, actually. It's kind of, it's a remake. It's a low-budget remake of Rear Window. Um, it's pretty cool. So it's definitely underrated. A Tale of Two Sisters. I think this is Haruka Abe's favorite horror film. This is a um, a Korean movie from a great director. It was the one who, sorry, I get some of, some of the, oh, I get muddled up now. I'll double check. Uh, but it's a really good spooky. And um, I don't I don't love it as much as Haruka, but she absolutely loves this movie. Let's watch um, it. Let's watch it. Yes, yeah, by Jiwoon Kim, who's the one who would go on to do I Saw the Devil. He did The Good, the Bad, the Weird, which is may, it's like maybe my favorite Korean movie. It's really cool. He's a great director. Mm. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We covered this. This was the remake. And you can head on over to our series that we did where we talked about all of this stuff with Justin and Allie. Underworld. I was really excited about that one. That was a cool movie. That's the one you get excited for? Yeah. I love you. I've seen it. Uh, Is that the one where the kid goes under the bed into the underworld? No, it's where she's like, okay, she's like the hot vampire and she has a guy and he's like a werewolf and then something happens and then he becomes like a werewolf vampire <laughs> and then they have the cloak yeah. in the beginning. Oh. It was part of that whole era where it really came from off the blade, but where you got these kind of movies where it wasn't, you know, like even Resident Evil went a bit like that. It was like more action than horror, but it kind of pretended to be horror and they were great for sort of the tween generation. And it kind of preluded the Twilight movies for that kind of a little bit of horror, a little mm. bit of vampires, a little bit of werewolves, some I goth see. stuff going on, a little sexy. Heaven likes the tweens. Stop, guys. I was young. I was five. Sparkle, sparkle. I didn't know anything about You should not be watching Underworld when you're five, just to be clear. Yeah, you were. (laughs) You don't know. Maybe I liked the sexy vampires back then. Uh, Last film on this list is Wrong Turn. Yeah, and we'll get to these. Uh, I'm, I'm not excited, but I'm happy to do Wrong Turn. But they're making a new one. But it's not out yet. So we'll get there. I mean, that's a lot of heavy hitters, to be fair. That's a lot of names that a lot of genre fans at least will know. And quite a lot of sequels. So why not bring another sequel out, guys? I mean, (laughs) it's been only 15 years before they decided to do this. I scoured for info on this movie. There's like, there's nothing about this movie other than like three facts that all the different sites say the same three facts. So this is going to be a short podcast, so don't worry about it. Directed by Louis Morneau. People might know him from Bats. And I don't want to... Shall I say this now or later? Just say it. it. Say it. We're going to have to deal with him again in this series. What? 
When, why, how, why, what? I had no idea. But not only did he direct The Hitcher 2, they for some reason saw that and decided to bring him in to direct Joyride 2. Oh boy. So he's the guy you bring in to make your second road pursuit slasher movie, basically. What <laughs> about the why. cinema photographer? Is it going to be the same cinema photographer? We'll get to him. We'll get to him. Uh, <laughs> Evan's dying. Oh. You're right, Evan. We'll get you to know, him. We'll get uh, to him, yeah. First of all, who wrote this? Molly Mika and Charles R. Mika, who I presume are married. Because they share mm. the same surname. Maybe they're brothers and sisters, I don't know. Now, let's be clear. Charles Armika, here's some pedigree, guys. The original, one of the original executive producers of the original Hitcher. These guys owned these rights all these years, but they kept passing back and forth, apparently, between different people until they landed back in his lap because no one was doing anything with the franchise. So he was like, let's do something. So he stepped up and decided, I'm going to write it with Molly Mika. Again, I'm presuming his wife. Wait, but he was a producer on the original one just because yes. he was a producer doesn't mean he should pick up a pen i mean yeah uh so this is the only writing credit he has on his imdb mm. his wife has two credits on imdb one is writing this and the other <laughs> is doing acting in one single tiny role in a quantum leap episode mm. and then they also had someone called leslie Scharf come on to help them write it don't know who she has who she is on imdb she has one credit and it's this movie oh god oh this done them in then i guess this is a one and done why look you know what why keep doing it when you've already made the masterpiece uh well you know good on them for trying good on them dp'd by george moradian now he's done loads and loads and loads of stuff and i'll be honest it all really is crap i think like i don't think there's much that you'd know (laughs) But he has worked in camera and electrical department on some fun classic films like The Blues Brothers, Escape from New York, Dick Tracy, a lot of stuff from the 80s, which is revered. He wasn't the cinematographer, but he was on set working with the cinematographer. Oh my gosh, you know, this this cinema photographer kind of reminds me of the look of one of the other films that we did. Oh, but I can't remember which one it was with Alex. Mmm... Oh one my the, gosh, it was so Well, we bad. only did, I know what you did last summer in Urban Legends, so maybe it was I one think of, it was like, Urban, Urban Legends. Legends 3. <laughs> Urban Bloody Legends. Mary. The one where they're like at a concert. I think that's Bloody Mary, because there's no concert in the first two. Oh, where they're on um, a ski lift too. Remember the ski lift? Oh, that's how, uh, the, uh, that's how I'll always I know, know what you did last I'll summer. Doesn't it kind of remind you of that? Yeah, in terms of it's really cheap and shit. That <laughs> little like... Zzz, 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 you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Some of the what edit- is oh, that? Yeah, well, that's very much that- of the time. That straight to video 2003, sort of early 2000s. Yeah. They're getting digital editing in and everyone's going crazy with it and doing weird stuff with coloring. <laughs> yes. Just- that must have been the same time Ooh. as I'll Always Know or whatever that was. Yeah. I would bet money on it almost being the exact same year, to be honest. Like, that's a very yeah. particular flavor to that era of movies that's that's not aesthetically great. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> 2006 actually so okay it was a few years oh, later but okay, yeah definitely not um and oh, so music. this movie inspired that movie then That's yeah this was where this was the center point where it all came from uh <laughs> music by joe kramer who did house of the dead 2 we were talking about house of the dead earlier he's also gone on to do jack reacher that tom cruise series and he did tom cruise in mission impossible rogue nation he did the music 
for Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, which is crazy. Starring, all right, let's get excited. We've got the original producer back. We have the original actor back, C. Thomas Howell as Jim Halsey. He's back. What can go wrong? I was really excited about that. (laughs) Me too. Was Mm -hmm. really excited. Was. But we need a female counterpart. So we've got Carrie Wura as Maggie. Now, her eyebrows I like, are so I, out of control in this movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that really fast. I don't know what you guys were doing in the early thousands, but those brows, ooh, girl. My, I do gotta say, my eyebrows were like that too. It thin was in. I just plucked, 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 plucked. Thin plucked. was in. It's true. Guys, uh. and I put so much tissue and pads in my boobs. Thin really? eyebrows and fake titties. What's the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is early insane. 2000s none of this is appropriate for cousin talk um <laughs> she was in eight-legged freaks by the way which i really like her in that movie she was in anaconda she's in thinner a whole bunch of general hospital she does a lot of vo now for marvel animated stuff and oh. she was in sliders back in the day that weird tv show and then we've got a new hitcher so i know what you're saying rutger how do you beat <laughs> Such a performance. Well, you bring yeah. in Jake Busey as Jack. Now, most son people know of, him from... Yeah, son of... What's his uh, name? Gary, Busey? What's his name? Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. Yeah, they look Busey. so similar. Oh, my gosh. People will know him a lot from our generation from Starship Troopers. That's where he's been in a lot of things, a ton. Yeah, he's in the Frighteners. He's in Identity, Contact. He's actually in Stranger Things, and he's in the Predator. Their recent ones for Mm -hmm. Dustal Dawn TV show. He's in a whole bunch of stuff. That's why I was interested. If you guys, I knew Christina would know his face, but wouldn't know where from. Maybe I knew his face. And then once I looked him up, I realized he looked familiar, but I didn't. I didn't recognize him from anywhere in particular. Yeah, he's been in a million things actually. But what was I going to tell you about him? That you love him more. He he <laughs> he endeared himself to your heart more than Rutger Hauer. I don't remember. I think he was in a band, and then also she was in a band too. Oh really? Like, yeah, she had Farm like, Girl. Yeah, Farm Girl was in a band too. <laughs> they both were in the band. Oh, what I found out too is he knew he knows how to fly planes, like private planes. He knows how to fly. Yeah, planes. before this movie, so I was surprised. But he doesn't fly eat. a plane. <laughs> movie the other I know, two do i know what the fuck's that about? i know <laughs> oh my god okay i've got i've got no facts for this movie i've got two for the end of the movie that's it so we can just go straight into it because wow, i got okay. nothing okay and i'm gonna be honest we don't like again we don't like to reveal our hand i did last week because i love that movie so much this week i have to reveal my hand guys i stopped this film 10 times i i didn't know if i could make it through this <laughs> yeah. is and I, and I kept turning to Katie, who got so angry in this movie, she just stopped watching and started playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> and I turned to her and I said, I'm really proud of Christina for getting through this. I'm mildly worried Heaven's going to enjoy this movie because she liked Blair Witch too. <laughs> I, no, I can't reveal my cards yet. Actually, because Al, you okay. just did. I, uh, I, was, I was struggling. I was really, really struggling with this one. I mean, I'm going to save it till the end, but... I've I've reviewed worst for this podcast for sure, but there's a reason why this is more. This is like much harder to get through, and we'll, we'll get there at the end. But, but we start a Universal logo comes up, so I'm thinking quality. <laughs> Universal pictures, but this how it's got to be good. I have seen this before, by the way, but it was in 2003 or four. So 
15 years ago or whatever. I have never and will never <laughs> again. Spoilers. Kevin, what about you? Never, ever, again, never ever. seen it. Ever. Well, we've got a red road again. They're having fun with the colorization. A cheesy title comes up. Did you notice the two in the title actually goes by twice? It like drives by. No, <laughs> stop. That happened. And then drives there, by again and stops. <laughs> there were a lot of things that happened in this film. Like where there was just so much that I was like, I don't even, I don't, it's just becoming a blur. Because I don't even know what to focus on. Well, that's on. why I'm here. I'm going to guide you back through those memories, <laughs> <laughs> those repressed feelings. We're going to get a plane, which might be CGI, it might not, I don't know, but it's a really bad looking shot. We're in Jasper County, Iowa, and we're going to be introduced for what we think is a father and son who are driving through a storm as a biplane flies overhead. So it's a pretty similar setup to the original one, but we're just introducing more characters and a plane. And then they nearly run into a hitcher who's meant to be the pilot of this plane, who's then pretending his plane's broken down. And he's like, oh, I really need your help in this crazy thunderstorm. And it's implausible when you think the father is going to say, oh, all right, I'll come and help you with this plane. What could he do? It's even more implausible when we find out the twist is none of this is what you think it is. The guy who we're meant to think is the hitcher is actually Jim returning. And he's <laughs> he's an ex-cop crop dusting vigilante <laughs> this is literally what he is his character no he's still um, a cop at this point he is still a cop no oh is that when he gets fired then yeah he is yeah. fired after oh, this next moment but they also run crop dusting on the side do they yeah okay see we did <laughs> watch it out <laughs> I mean it's it's a little confusing this part he flies his plane around and catches <laughs> catches villains but in ways that are uncouth because he's, you know, he's not going to stick to the books. It's just Jim fucking Halsey. So he takes out this guy, rescues the kid. It turns out his father was not a father. He kidnapped the kid. Uh, he shoots him when he doesn't need to shoot him. And then we get some dramatic music. And he grimaces all the way through this opening. Like, he's just fucking, like, baring teeth and trying to look like he's an evil dude. It's, it's so weird. Yeah, and then the cops turn up and he says, it's, it's, no, no, he leans over the kid. He's like, it's going to be all right. I'm a cop. And <laughs> Jesus. And this is the moment where Katie was immediately like, this is how I thought he would be acting in the first one. Because <laughs> she really expected him to be bad in the first one. I don't know. How does this happen to an actor? I don't know. It's not like he had to do so much research on the character. I mean, it was him. He already did it 12 years ago, 15 years ago. <laughs> Seriously, like, let's just say like he is awful in this movie. But honestly, Horrible. it's like whenever you make, whenever you, Al, make me watch movies like this, I always get so nervous. Like, oh, God, what if that were me in that situation? What would I do? Would I, could I even make this better? Or is it just awful for everybody? Because everything's awful. Everything is, yeah, obviously blame us to go down to the director and on the writing and all these things. Yeah. But like you say, this is a weird position where it's like, sure, it's 15 years later, but this is the same actor playing the same role. At least How he, he should have been bad? good. He yeah. should have been able to slip into this role and make it better. Like, That's for what sure. I thought. Was he trying to be like... I don't know. I maybe he was trying to be different. Like, oh, Jim's you know scarred and grizzled and older now. Because I feel like the decisions he makes and like later scenes when he's like, ah, I don't know. I'm just gonna give. I just can't stop sighing. I just can't stop sighing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, 
there is a couple of reasons later where I'm like, people should watch this because it's so funny. But this is so fucking bad and so just like, so tediously made. Then, because they're going to go through the same beats as the first film. Yeah, I know. And then what? But why is everybody bad? <laughs> everybody. Again, I like her in other roles. She's not amazing, but you know, she's totally But in this one, she was really bad. It's she's like really bad. Natalie but Portman attacking the clones, though. You know, she Natalie Portman is a great actress, but she was really bad bad in that movie so is Ewan yeah. McGregor they're great but really bad in wrong those environment wrong, yeah. wrong writing I mean they weren't I mean, this bad oh that's true they weren't they weren't this bad well just because the production levels were bigger I don't know if they weren't this bad to be honest they're pretty well you can go back to our podcast to hear how we feel about those. I forget <laughs> anyway we're gonna cut to daytime now we're gonna get this this hot lady which katie's all upset about because she's got her hair down while she's working on the plane <laughs> oh come on i know i don't buy it that she works on planes every day like just <laughs> even the way she moves it's like i don't know i don't buy it no this is like the token it. hot woman in the film which very we're gonna get to the twist later when she, but it's so strange it's so strange then but hey it's the it's the early noughties this is how women were written and she's going out with jim i don't think they're married are they they're Mm-mm. just dating no they're yeah. just dating and uh he's trying to explain what happened to her he's like i tracked him with my plane (laughs) he's just so dramatic with everything and he got fired for shooting the kidnapper and then he does that horrible thing which i just hate more than anything in a movie which is when the character in the foreground faces just off they face the camera and look just off lens while the person they're talking to is behind them (laughs) so both characters are looking at camera you know what i mean but the person in the foreground is talking to the person behind them. But they're obviously talking to the camera. And then he's just like, you're so dramatic. He's like, they want me to see a shrink again. So he's done this again. He just popped off and killed people. Like, yeah, he's out of control. Which let's, I mean, which means Rutger Howard didn't do his job because he was trying to prepare him for the world. He wasn't trying to turn him into a paranoid sociopath, which is what he is in this film. Yeah. Like, he's so haunted. And by the way, we're going to get flashbacks all the way through this movie to the original movie. Fair. I'd be haunted, too, if I watched, like, you know, that happened to me. Yeah, but that's not. But that's the beauty of The Hitcher is that at the end of it, you don't actually get that he's broken anymore. He's gone beyond broken. At the end of Jewel, he's broken. But the end of The Hitcher, he's been broken midway through. And then he comes out the other end to this place of, like, acceptance and being able to deal with the situation. And like we just discussed last week, that's what The Hitcher's trying to teach him is this is you've got to survive against the world and the things it's going to throw at you and the unfair decisions you can have to make and the survival instinct. He's meant to come out of it capable. Oh, no wonder, no wonder he didn't learn his lesson. He, The Hitcher thought he learned it and then couple years pass and he didn't learn it and that's why <laughs> that's why hitcher 2 happened that's why it's like gotta come back yeah it's so like summer school yep mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so he's really struggling to keep things together she says they need a break together your man just <laughs> killed somebody pause. dude like oh my god just i love that pause i was like we need a break you're like like soap opera drama levels and she's like together together on hol- I think that's called kind of let's go on holiday. Huh? I guess. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The soap music operas are better too. than this. Soap operas are better than this. <laughs> Guys. They're more entertaining than this. Yeah. So he calls up better. Captain Estridge. That's right. The old captain from the first film, which was played by, I've forgotten his name, but a really great actor who went on to do great things. They obviously can't get him back. So they recast the actor as someone who's the same age as he was in the first fucking <laughs> film. <laughs> I didn't realize that. 
It's insane. He looks like exactly the same. In terms um, of that age. conversation, um, though, with Captain Estridge, like, what was the point of that? Why are you guys know. friends? You know what I mean? And like, why are you yelling? Like, what <laughs> is happening? It's the only person who understands. He's been through shit. This is the only one. Oh my god, I can't. And he encourages them. He's like, you gotta come come here. You should come. Because he's like, I haven't been back to that part of Texas since it happened 15 years. So that's why you gotta come. If it's still haunting you, you gotta come and face those fears. Also, why is he in Idaho? I thought he was moving to California. I'm sorry, but I would not go from California well, look, to Idaho. 15 years has passed. He need to get out. California to Idaho. Sorry to everyone listening who lives in Idaho, but... You know. Nobody's listening, Evan. <laughs> Don't get yourself. Just We're talking about the Hitcher too. I've been waiting. <laughs> the three people, maybe one. For us, you are going to be listening later. Yeah. Okay, so this is where we might be getting into it. Because Katie kept saying to me, like, how bad is this cinematographer? And I was saying to her, this is the so thing. So bad. The blame falls on many people. Because many the director people. should be overseeing the cinematographer. And the cinematographer should be overseeing lights, grip, and yes, camera operation. Some cases, the, the cinematographer may be on the camera. Some cases, they may have somebody else's camera operator. We don't know the particulars for this film because not, literally nothing is documented on this movie. But I've seen movies that we've reviewed where the lighting is worse than this film. However, the camera operating... <laughs> Oh my god. And this is one of the first times where the cameraman pans from Jim as they say, All right, we're gonna go we're gonna go see his his friend, the captain, across his office to a toy plane that's hanging, but the cameraman literally misses the plane in the shot and has to come swing the camera back to it. And it's not like it's a fast shot, it's a slow just tilt. And this happens multiple times in this movie. He misses or she misses his things in the shot. Honestly, and has to like come back. It's just so shocking going from like the beautiful shots of the Hitcher one to immediately after watching this one. You know, so close it's to each ghastly. other. Like I think if we watch the Hitcher two it would have been better on our souls and our minds if yeah. we watched it first and then watched we... the Hitcher one. Oh, like, because our expectations because of the Hitcher one and because it was so, so beautifully shot and so well acted, then watching the Hitcher two is just... Yeah. It's, it well, makes it even yeah. worse. Yeah, that's going to be my point later on. I just keep sighing. It's just so... I don't have words like that's the point like I've been so quiet because I just don't even have words I mean are you at the part where they're landing the plane in the in the like the weird plane gas station who is not manning an air station who isn't doing that (laughs) then just leave the keys inside yeah but there's a storm planes willy-nilly in the storm? Oh my gosh! I think they've arranged it because they they find they have this dusty car, which I think they I don't think they steal it. <laughs> they, no, no, no! They left it. The there keys for are him. left. Yeah, the keys yeah, are left, they left in there. It. They ordered it ahead. That's why she said that thing. Oh, I'm glad we ordered it ahead. <laughs> not as not that? as cool a car as we had last time. <laughs> Definitely not. God. We still have credits going, by the way, as this whole sequence is happening, really? which is insane. They come back in when they fly to this little airport. Anyway, when he finds the dusty car, I don't know if you noticed this in the sound design, but there's a cackle that's like laughing in the distance. No, I no, did I did hear not that. hear that. Yep. Which is funny because I was also laughing in our room. So, you know. 
Mm. which i wrote down here this cameraman needs to fucking get it together he's just like panning shakily to a flag and it is it's so bad oh yeah the flag yeah i saw oh, that. so bad tattered texas so they're driving basically they pit up this thing they're gonna drive to captain they go past the sign that says don't pick up hitchhikers and he gets freaked out so he oh my god the flashbacks oh they're my so god bad. i just remember the god they're so bad come on guys they just put every filter over these and they warp the image and oh, they colorize so it to weird. fucking hell like it's terrible and also like the cowboy statue and suddenly the cowboy is a silhouette and he's the hitchhiker yep <laughs> but yeah so he nearly drives into a van skids off the road and then the radio saying there's a storm coming in and then through the dust storm, they see a camper van that's crashed oh, on the side wait. of the road. The car that almost crashed into them was the Hitcher's original truck in the Hitcher, the black Oh, one. was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, Katie noticed later they got the captain's truck right as well. So they really cared more about the cars than anything else in this mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> Other than his car. Like, I wanted to see another cool, sexy car. This is the most boring rental car. And I feel like they actually went to Texas to shoot, right? Like this honest, wasn't honest to God, I have no clue. It like, wasn't where they no shot info. before. It could be other. I mean, I doubt they left that far from LA. To be honest, like they're not gonna bother. There's no money. True. So yeah, they see this camper van that's crashed. She wants to stop, but he doesn't want to. Obviously, now look. This is where Katie started throwing a tantrum because, like, what the f- he has never told her. We don't know how long they've been together, but they seem like they've been together for a while. These two. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. never told her what happened or why he rings this captain up and then goes on this trip and doesn't think you know what maybe i should inform her and then he's freaking out and you think you know what maybe now's the time that oh on this very road is where this happened nope Nope. nothing he's gonna throw it in later like it's it's an aside doesn't it's not even a full explanation like this guy i mean he literally was chased by this mass murdering hitchhiker who tore this girl he kind of liked in half that he like witnessed and was there for (laughs) i mean you don't know they weren't together long enough whatever no i know i know i know (laughs) it's funny i'm not saying no and then now it's like can you imagine like he doesn't doesn't sound he's driving cars like he's driving this plane around even as a police officer like she wouldn't ask hey babe like why won't you pick me up in a car like why do i always have to drive or like there's no i don't know yeah, you you absolutely yeah. would be communicating this stuff, particularly yeah. if he's having to go to a shrink all the time because he's shooting people. It's like you explain red this conversation would have come up. This conversation would have come up. Maybe she likes instead, the color red. They're here. She's already getting freaked out by him because he won't pull over for this van, which I think there's blood all over the van, but they don't mm-hmm. notice it. No, there wasn't blood. You mean the trailer? There was paint. Red was that paint. Paint. <laughs> okay. Well, they might have meant it to be blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. What the hell? And then a motorbike comes out of nowhere with a cape flapping and then it apparently skids. And then two seconds later, he's standing. (laughs) Honestly, there's like so many things that just happened in like one minute. I was like, what? No. But not well done. Like in the way that Hitcher is just like unrelentless, just in the way that it's slapdash and haphazard. Yeah, just like a mess. So there's this guy with who's keeping his helmet on, which friend up it's Sandy outside, and he's hitching a ride. He doesn't want to pull over, of course, but she makes him. I think by like she she does a weird move here because his I thought she pushed down on his leg initially, you know, to mirror the hitcher, but his leg would be on the accelerator. So it doesn't make sense. <laughs> she like she takes the him. keys out of the ignition or something. She has something crazy and like that. unlocks the door. Yeah. Yeah, she unlocks the door. The color grading here, by the way, is just abysmal. 
That's what, yeah, the color and the whole thing was just horrible. Weird so Instagram filtered sepia. Yes, like, what is that, Visco cam or something? Visco. <laughs> <laughs> A Visco girl. Yeah, is that thing? Jeez. So he's going to take off his helmet and we're going to see the reveal of our new hitcher. Walk me through your feelings, guys. How was that moment? when you Not as handsome. When I saw him, I was like, no, it's not him. I was like so disappointed. I was like, no way. This can't be it. Who's this chump? It's absolutely destroyed. Like, again, because I know this guy and he always plays the CD comedy sort of character. Yeah. And, and he's going to do that here. He is the yeah. comedy aspect of this film. But this uh, this film's not supposed to be funny. Like, yeah. the original history hitcher was not funny like i don't understand didn't these people all watch their original hitcher first i honestly i mean last week we said that it was one of the best bits of casting that i've really ever seen was where it was such yeah. a perfect pairing that character and Rukihau. i appreciate that's hard to follow up this is honestly one of the worst bits of casting i've ever seen in my life i don't know yeah, how you could miscast casting. this more it's that's like so comparing jared leto as joker to heath ledger's joker i, I mean like. yeah that's, yeah, and just, even more so. Because at least Jared Leto can act. He just was given yeah. a bad role with bad That's direction true. and bad sort of design. Like, this guy, oh, this is just, it's its embarrassing. And it's just really, really cruel <laughs> to do that to the legacy of this movie or the last movie. Yeah, it should. It just shouldn't have been The Hitcher 2. It should have just been its own thing. It shouldn't have anything. It has nothing to do with The Hitcher. But no. that's the problem. Is like, yeah, I agree with you. But the structure is exactly the Hitcher. Like, they I just know, went, when they wrote this, they went, okay, what happened scene by scene? We're just going to add a woman to this and a plane. <laughs> That's so it. So bad. I mean, I just feel like, too, it's like Hitcher, you know, it was so smart. And also, like, the way that the Hitcher was played was so intelligent. And I feel like this guy playing it, what's his name? Boozy. Boozy. Yeah, oh. Boozy, just kind of, Magic. like, really dumbed down this like really smart kind of complex character like really sort of uh, you know yeah this is this is the goofy like last minute one you do for a tv movie in the 90s that's just like Mm -hmm. you know playing like a super over-the-top villain he's smiling all the time and it's oh my god with those teeth (laughs) i hope he paid his rent with this money i really do paid off his student i doubt that they paid them anything honestly they probably made like a thousand bucks a week yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and his first line is, I've been waiting for you. And then I bet you, you I wonder, like, Al, where did they get the money for this thing? I bet you the producer just, like, they, it was like their savings or something. Yeah, honestly, like, I have no clue how this movie gets made. <laughs> I mean, again, in the early noughties, it was a weird era where things were going straight to DVD and making a lot of money. You when, you say, when you say early 90s, it sounds like you're no. saying in their early noughties. No, I did. I said noughties. That's what the UK called the so 2000s, not the 90s, the 2000s. They're called the noughties in England. Because oh. they're noughts, like zeros. So oh. it's like the noughties. Okay, I don't get it. N-O-U-G-H-T-I-E-S. That's how we say it. Um, how do you call the early noughties then? What do you call the era? Not the, their not early the 90s? No, not the 90s. The thousands, that. the early thousands. Yeah. You call it the thousands. Yeah, yeah the yeah. thousands, the 2000s. And then after thousands, you it's go to the teens and then yeah, the, the 20s. 2010s. No, yeah. not after, no, but we're talking before that, between oh. 2000 and 2010. That's still the early thousands. The 2000s. 
It's just funny you go from thousands to twenties to thirties. Like no, you like... go ta- thousands to tens to twenties to thirties. Yeah, the tens are a whole era. You see how that's thousands. weird though. No, <laughs> from thousands to tens. I'm not going to be calling these years the early noughties. Hey, do you remember the noughties? The zeros. Call them the zeros then. Look, okay. I can't help it. This is my country. Anyway. Yeah, in this era, there are a lot of movies, a lot of sequels going straight to DVD and making good money. So, or decent enough money, you know? So, this shit happened a lot. We got lines like, if I don't keep myself busy, I'd just go crazy. And you're like, fucking, this is a piece of shit. Uh, anyway, he sees a map in the back of the car, which is also a piece of oh shit. Oh, God, just has a I know. Jeez. And, like, just, like, the look at it and the pan to it, it's just like, okay, I get it. Someone 100% are about to do that shot and someone on set was sweating. Someone was only like, we didn't get a map, guys. What are we going to do? And you just get out a piece of paper. And you're just like fucking... Big yikes. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, he does a similar flip to the hitcher. He pulls out a gun, but then we see it's all in Jim's head and Jim's just paranoid about it. And he reaches into his jacket like he just did in his dream. So Jim hits the brakes. They nearly go into a semi. And then the truck driver of the semi sees Jim pulling out a gun onto the hitcher. His girlfriend's getting freaked out. Jim sees this. uh, Yeah. And then they get him to get out, basically. Like, you got to get out of this car. And she's all upset about it because Jim looks like he's crazy because he hasn't explained anything to her. (laughs) Which, yeah, he seems crazy. And then a few minutes later, when they're driving that semi that they just pass, like, passes them with blood on its side or paint, maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get pulled over by a cop car because they're speeding. Who then sees Jim has a gun holster. I love this cop. Like, Katie was like, it's fucking Texas. Everyone has a gun holster. Yeah. <laughs> and this cop sees the gun holster and freaks the fuck out. Like, absolutely freaks out. So the cop searches the car, finds the stash weapon, they all back and forth, and Jim's like, oh, I used to be a cop. And he's like, that means you should know better. And then the semi comes back, and, and this is the beginning of my favorite thing about this movie. Now that I've accepted how angry this movie's going to make me, my favorite thing is each time the hitcher turns up, he's in different fancy dress. Yeah, he's in <laughs> Is he? He's wearing different yeah. things every time. How do you not know what He's wearing this? his own like homemade wig in this scene. No, well, he, no, no, he scalped. No, he scalped the, yeah, the guy. he scalped. And I said, I know driver. homemade wig. <laughs> that's, like, that's not how you make a homemade wig. Heaven, no. don't you ever fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed up as his truck driver, having scalped him a, <laughs> a wig on a budget. And I just said to Katie, "Can you imagine?" If Rutger Hauer had gone this way, <laughs> the last one, just putting on different <laughs> costumes throughout the movie, and that became my new delight with this film. Was like, what costumes are you going to turn up in next? And he rarely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> we get some slow mo. They do a they, well. They try to do a push pull shot. The shot that's made famous in Jaws. You know, when you're going into someone's face, but the camera's like zooming the opposite way that it's tracking, so the background like feels weird and expands. All I know is everything felt weird. Everything yeah, felt same. weird. I don't even know what was going on. This is like the Hitcher 2 is what I feel like my fever dream that would occur after watching the Hitcher. Like that is how I feel about this mm, movie so yes, far. Yes, yes. Very That's true. Valid. That's valid. But that's a, that a mildly ambitious shot to do. So I'm like kind of amazed they tried to do that. So Jim runs. The cop shoots him. 
and then the hitcher kills the cop and they just escape but the hitcher grabs her necklace in the process um, and now's when Jim decides to sort of tell her what happened but doesn't really <laughs> he's like there was a hitcher some people died the, uh, he says a woman dies does not say how by the way we're gonna mm, get to yeah, that later I know I know. And you notice in all of these uh, flashbacks they're doing, they're not showing Rukahawa at all. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that? They never show him in the flashbacks. And I don't know, because presumably this producer owns that footage. So it's like, did they have a weird deal where Rukahawa would have had to sign off on this and he didn't let maybe, them? Maybe, and maybe that's why they only show Thomas. It's so weird. It's or really maybe weird it's because they like they couldn't get Rooker Howard back, so they're trying to be like, oh, it's the same dude, it's the same hitcher. Well, that's what no. I was worried about originally, but they they quell they quell that later by saying this is because he says here like he doesn't look the same, but it's him. Yeah, <laughs> and that is the extent of the explanation <laughs> we're going to get. So it is it is reincarnated, right? Is that what they're trying to imply? Well, I mean, the age wouldn't work for that because he'd be 15 years old. I think they're trying to go with, like, it's a spirit. It's like it's a demon in the desert oh, that demon. possesses things. Mm. It's fucking... But, you know, at the end of Speed Racer, like, the the guy, you know, the brothers who directed it and, like, the brother, you like, oh, or, like, Racer X is really, is going to be his brother, but he looks different at the end. It's like a shot of him, like, all the plastic surgery he got. Maybe it's like that. You think this is like a dark lived, Speed Racer. But did plastic surgery. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, the way they paint this later as well, I think this is meant to be like they're bringing sort of like the devil into this essentially. Yeah. So he says, "Let's oh. go to the captain. He's the only one he trusts." So the hitcher, the hitcher's going to keep trying to frame them. He's going to run a police station. He puts on a fucking accent. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna oh. see the hitcher. Ring oh him yeah, up. when he calls them. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah. All those cops got shot. So they get to the captain's house, the doors open, it's meant to be spooky. Cap's wife has hung herself, but I don't see that, so I don't see the point. The dog is scratching at a red barn, some horses jump out, and then they find the captain's dead on a bandsaw from his arm getting cut off. His neck. His and neck then just like a, a little cut in, in his neck, but it's just like a cut. Like, there's no like, why isn't his head detached? I don't get it. <laughs> it's so weird i kept thinking he was gonna get up and then all the cops turn up because they've been called by the hitcher and jim's deciding he's got to no, know he's got to find hitcher and, and kill him like they can't turn themselves in but maggie still wants to turn him in but it turns out hitcher's in the barn he's in the eaves up in the rooftop of the barn and he's going to start shooting at the cops so the cops think maggie and jim are shooting at them so then this whole firefight happens and then the hitcher says look three of us is too many it's got to be one on one so he goes to shoot maggie but jim being the hero he is dives in front of her gets shot himself in the chest multiple times Mm. and is fine for a while for quite a while like he just gets (laughs) up and goes in the car adrenaline maybe i don't know you get shot in the tw- the fucking chest. Maybe if you get shot in the <laughs> leg or the Jim. armor, but you get shot in the chest twice. It's Jim Halsey, all right. You're the not all right. For a bit, at least you get for a bit, the and car. then he's very stoppable. <laughs> Christina just has her head down. <laughs> Christina's died. I'm really sorry. Look, we're sounding like low energy on this podcast, but this is a hard film. It's hard. I'm gonna imagine this is Speed Racer, just a western. Cool. 
It's like, okay, everybody's dying. He's dead. He's dead. And now we have to follow Maggie around. Like, what? So you didn't like that? Because Katie was annoyed as well. She was like, if I have to follow this fucking woman around. Dude, I was was mad. But I was like, what? Is Jim better? Because he's terrible in this. (laughs) Well, you just keep hoping that, yeah, you just keep hoping that Jim will come back. Like, the real Jim will come back. And then she's like, there's no connection to Maggie yet. So it's just like, you don't want to follow her around. And she's like, oh. And at least with Jim, it means something, even if he's terrible, basically. Yeah, I guess. I'll be honest, I forgot that. I forgot he died um, at this point, at least. Um, So it came as a bit of a shock to me. But I was also agreeing. I was like, these, I don't, I just, everybody here is terrible. So the least amount of bad actors on screen at one time is preferable. So yes, let's cut it down to two. Yeah, the hitcher decides and he's going to play with Maggie instead. And then the dogs run out of the barn with an arm in their mouth to the cops. And then, yeah, they all get in the car, drive off. The cops, the, for some reason, don't fucking realize that, oh, someone's firing from the eaves of this barn at us. And then they during that happening. They looked at it. I know. They looked at it and they purposely showed him looking at it. Yep. And as that happens, so they drive out from underneath and they think it's the same people. <laughs> Oh my god. It's bewildering. Mm. Bewildering. So Jim dies while telling her that he loves her. And then and then we get to incredible moments. We get this weird montage of sped up sunsets on mountains. Oh my god. That with gosh. the music Those feels montages. like he's giving he feels like he's giving her superpowers. Like, honestly, there's this weird moment where, like, it's like he's Highlander or something and he dies. And then, like, like he's giving her his survival powers. <laughs> and then they wake up the next morning, or she does, and she went to sleep on his dead body. <laughs> that happened a lot in early Thousands movies, I feel like. Like, the, someone, like, falling asleep. asleep or, like, <laughs> staying prolonged with the body. <laughs> like, she, like, did she get bored at some point? <laughs> Wasn't she cold? Why didn't she just go in the truck and sleep? I don't know. And then she kind of like pokes him just to check. Oh, oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where I started to enjoy the movie a little bit just because it's, death. it's so fucking terrible. Man, she's got, yeah, a bullet wound in her leg. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just put a bandana on it and you're fine. Oh, yeah. I yeah, a bandana, yeah. though, you know? You know? <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, well, this, I think this is about when Katie checked out and started playing Animal Crossing because there's an oil rig behind her that's, you know, doing the old tilt. And then, <laughs> and then it stops because the hitcher is close by. <laughs> it senses it. The oil rig senses it. Oil cannot be mined when the hitcher is nearby. As, as we all know. If you're looking for any evidence that they're going to say the hitcher is supernatural in this one, I think this is the moment for sure. Uh, so he punches her out. And it puts her in a grain or water silo, a dried up one. The shot um, of her in that thing was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, because they're trying to shake the camera in post and in person, I think, to say that they're on an unsafe structure, but it looks oh, just like why. they can't set their camera up right. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they added that because they couldn't set their camera up right. We're going to get two times when she asks him why he's doing what he's doing. And these are his explanations. This time it's going to be, why are you doing this? His explanation is, why the hell not? <laughs> Which I think is probably echoing many of the conversations the producers had when they were asked by investors oh about my this God, very movie. Al, really, really, that is 
That is, yep, <laughs> that's right. That's exactly Why what happened. Why the hell not? People could just make movies, huh? Like, they could just be like, let's do it. Let's just decide. And do I think it. we I should mean, make a movie. Yeah, let's, let's do it, guys. We've made some Easy, movies. done. <laughs> I mean, we can we can do this better for sure. Right? For sure. I think, I, yeah, yeah. This gives me so much, like, hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they it's could do, We could do it. So he says the structure's about a fall, and then he just disappears. So she crawls out and decides to try the fucking ladder, which is obviously broken. And then... F- Can we talk about this? She's dead, right? She fucking just... <laughs> she tries in the main structure, falls, flips, like, three times, lands on the floor... And is fine. She like smacks hard against one of the like wooden things on the way down. Like this woman, like this woman would have died. Like 100%. She just hits everything on the way down. Like it's some sort of cartoon. And she just. I literally wrote. You could see the stunt double so easily. As I'm writing this like section by section, I literally wrote, she falls, she dies. And then my next note is, no, wait, she's okay. (laughs) It's like, it doesn't make any sense. And she runs away and some things fall over and I think that's, you know, there's some budget. Now, this is where it starts to occur to me. This is the level that you normally get to with a franchise when you hit about installment seven, eight, nine. Like once you get to that level, like, you know, your films had that many iterations, that's when you start to get to this level. And that is why this film hurts so much. It's because we went from one to this. So to go from one to like, yeah, part, what should be seven, eight or nine is such an insane drop. This should not have been allowed. Hitcher should have been a one and done film, 100%. I get doing a remake, you know, we're going to do that in a couple of weeks time, whether we like it or not again. But I get like the idea of, all right, we've got some money, we've got a different way, we'll retell it. But this is all, this is just all wrong. This is everything about this is the wrong way to do this. I um, we're doing this again. Yeah, we've got more Hitcher to come. She gets to the truck. She sees the truck and she decides, you know how I'm going to handle this potentially precarious situation? Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a rock at it. <laughs> Why does she throw a what rock a at the queen. truck, guys? I love this woman. She, I want her to be my apocalypse buddy. She knows Why, what she's doing. What's she hoping is going to happen? She doesn't even do it aggressively. It's like this sort of like... Oh. <laughs> I must have... Uh... He checked out in that bit. This one. <laughs> it's insane. Um, Why did you think I was gonna like this? I'm kind of offended. I'm kind of offended. Now. You liked Blair Witch too. You have some bad I was taste. Scared. <laughs> it's different. I didn't like it. I was just scared. This wasn't scary. This was not. This scary. was not scary. <laughs> at Good. All. I'm glad. I'm glad we're agreeing on it. And I watched. I waited until the until it got dark outside too. I watched you during did your the best. day. You did your best. And she finds the scalped body, who, by the way, still has all of the side of his hair on, which is where a lot of that hair is very weird. I don't know if it makes sense. And then she jumps in, and no, this was a bit where Katie checked out, because she, she just starts driving the semi. And Katie was so angry that this woman just knows how to drive a semi-truck, which is a very tough thing to do. It takes yeah, a lot of training. Yeah, but if she's a pilot and She's a farm girl. And, yeah, Guys, she knows she how to do, do it. I, uh, to be honest, I said to Katie, if that's your problem with this movie, is that she can, the implausibility of her knowing how to drive a semi, like, there are much worse things happening here. You never know. Hot girls could drive semi trucks and 
fly planes. I'm not saying I'm not saying it has anything to do with her hotness. I'm saying it has yeah. to do with you have to train to drive a semi truck. You don't just happen to know. Maybe that's it. When? Is there a, a what's it called? Like the book, the supplemental reading about this. The Bluffer's Guide to Making a Movie. I'm, yeah, <laughs> movies for dummies. Like the only we have no we have no fucking history other than she's a farm girl that's the extent of character but building. she's also a, a pilot and yes she is now but the only history on but i just mean can you like when you're doing a character christina we make a movie together and i'm gonna say to you here's your character farm you're hot, girl. <laughs> and you used to be on a farm <laughs> and you're like say no more al that's all i need we won't explore this character any further that's everything. <laughs> it's insanity. Like, that. that's all we get about it. So she pulls into a trading post. We're going to echo uh, that cafe from the first one. She gets a Coke, some painkillers or whatever. She's drinking cherry. Something. I thought it was going to be the cafe from the first. I was kind of excited at first. I was like, are they bringing back, like, a location? And then it's not, so. No. Yeah, why yeah, don't they just so go to all the same places? Like, mm, Probably easy. no one. Like, probably everyone looked at the script and was like, no. <laughs> You're not filming it. And she asks the lady behind the till what weapons she has, but she's only got tiny hatchets because it's like a bad appropriation Native American store. Honestly, she was the best actress in this. Movie. Katie kept trying to figure out if she was the Russian woman in uh, Orange is the New Black. Or no. Not. Was she? <laughs> Red? I don't know. I don't think so. No, Maybe. I don't, I don't, know. I don't watch it. She goes to use the phone. <laughs> Apparently I have the note here. I've really lost the will to live. <laughs> That was me too. So there's that. She rings up her job, but no one picks up. She rings up her niece, but she hangs up like a little fucking bitch. But why would she, <laughs> what would these people even do for her anyways? I thought she was going to ring up Jim's old boss or whatever, the police department that he Well, she does for. eventually. She yeah. rings up the cops eventually. But yeah, I don't know. Like this fucking niece is like, oh, is she, is she a, was it a dad home or whatever? She's like, no, just put the phone down. But then oh, she rings up the tribal police and none of them look like they're in the tribe. Oh, is that what it is? Is it tribal police? Yes. <laughs> what? Wait, I I don't know where I was during this part. The yeah, the phone number well, yeah, is like, if you're in someone. trouble, call the tribal police. Right. Oh, Jesus. Because she's on, I guess she's on a, uh, you know. Yeah, on she's a, on Native, Native yeah, American mm-hmm. Reservoir or whatever. Yeah, well, whoever is on the phone is sympathetic, tells her she should just hand herself in. <laughs> Just to let you know the level that this has got to. Katie's eating <laughs> Katie's eating some food and there are some cut up cucumbers in the food. And at this point, she had taken out one of the pieces of cucumber. She's not drunk or high or anything, by the way. Just this is the level the film got her to. She's holding up the piece of cucumber to our screen and she just says out loud, she looks a lot better with a cucumber mustache. And then she starts like moving the mustache to follow I the would actions do that for the next scene. Because your brain just can't concentrate on the shit that's on screen. It's really hard to watch this stuff by yourself. You need to be with your friends so you could yell at things together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. I really wish we were together watching this. I only said yes to this podcast because I thought we were going to be together. Me too. I also thought we were doing a different movie, but I'm really glad to be here doing this series. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Hitcher, yeah, Hitcher. I'm grateful for Hitcher. Look, you're not even halfway through the series yet, so suck it up, all right? We're on this I still love you guys. I do. You might like some of the other movies. I mean, look, honestly, 
they can't get as bad as this again, can they? I know this director's coming back, but can they get as bad as this again? I don't believe you. He's coming back to direct another Joyride 2. Is that what it's called? Oh. Joyride 2, yeah. All right, let's keep so going. she goes uh, outside to back and she washes up for what feels like half the movie. It Why just... are you gonna? Are she going to wash up because because they did that in the other movie because Jim yep. liked to wash up so much so she had to wash up. Why would you fucking wash up with red water, pink water, whatever, <laughs> rust water? Dirty That's water. just gonna make you dirtier. And where'd you get the <laughs> soaps from? What is the purpose of washing up so you could take your your shirt off i don't get it oh that was it's so absolutely dumb that so they made her, her do that off. i feel so bad in for her dirty water dumb. in dirty water what is the and point the, what is the purpose why I, it's, it's honestly it's literally because they're following every beat it's exactly everything you're saying they're, they need to make her look sexier and they need to follow every beat from the movie like i kind of lost i didn't notice her take a shirt off and then in the next scene i, I like was very ashamed at least said to katie it's like did she? What happened? Because she just seems a lot harder. And she's like, yeah, she took a fucking shirt off. That's why. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Like, that's why they're doing it. The that's writing, the what they reason. did to her, it, it's just so horrible. They're, it's just like, yes. what, what? The writing just, what it is. Waste. It's the writing that really just is it's just the it's beginning. everything. I know, but it's the beginning of everything. <laughs> it's fucking... Oh. Uh, the clerk is dead with knitting needles, which is pointless because she doesn't even see it. So who cares? And then a semi's in the front of the store. So she uh, finds dead person, holds onto the knife in the body, and then the jukebox starts playing, and she's in a diner suddenly out of nowhere. The, whatever. <laughs> I mean, fine. And in probably my most favorite moment in the scene, she turns around. <laughs> And the hitch is standing there in a chef's costume <laughs> with a little hat on and a little apron on. And then he threatens her with beans. He's going to give her beans because that's all he's got. Yep. Has any character fallen lower? <laughs> like, honestly. And here we're going to get another explanation. She's going to say again, why are you doing this? Last time it was, why not? This time it is sometimes you just get tired of watching television. I, that's what I can't even buy the fact that they're trying to come like this is not supernatural. Like I feel like honestly the explanation is like Ooh, plastic surgery or something like they did not think to be like imply he's some demon no, or devil he's not spirit. Plastic like, surgery. Yeah. I can't I won't I won't get behind the fact that he's a demon or something. I can't do it. Keep going. Just keep going. I mean, he's playing this for laughs and it's terrible. So he grabs her axe and she grabs his gun. And then he asks her who she thinks they'll believe. And I'm like, not you. You're clearly mental. <laughs> like, why would they believe him? Like, it doesn't. Oh, but they believe him, Al. They believe him. Oh, they and really they give do. him a bear claw. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why a bear claw of all the pastries? And that didn't even look like a bear claw. Was that really even a bear claw? That didn't look like a bear claw. <laughs> Yeah. He cuts off his own finger. Yeah, that's So we're was gonna get the stupid. severed finger from the first film and then he puts it in the fryer as if to answer how did that finger get into the fries in the first film. <sighs> and also why it's just to, it's just to copy the old film. So dumb. The wormhole time paradox. The things that they oh, God. Good. Good. I'm glad people are getting upset. The hitcher's rung the sheriff up, he blamed it on her, so they turn up. We got the empty gun scene again. 
He's like, I don't keep bullets in my gun. Pulls out a shotgun. He shoots some cops from... Wait, shotguns don't work like this. That's not how you shoot a shotgun. And then he throws the gun to her to frame her and she's stupid. So she catches it. And then he runs out to the cops saying she's crazy. And she cut his finger off. So they all get arrested and they're hitting every beat from the original. And the sheriff then tells her the man's name is actually Jack. She calls him Jim. And she's like, no, you crazy lady. Jim's your boyfriend. So he's been setting him up from the beginning by lying about his name, everything to make her look crazy. And then he's telling his sub story in the next room. And this female police officer, she, I think she just falls madly in love with him immediately. <laughs> she's just yeah, like she enraptured. <laughs> it's so weird. Weird. It's so weird. And then the other police officer, God, like. Oh. So bad. <gasps> yeah, the two cops then spend five minutes arguing about if a woman can kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the hitcher looks at her and then for quite a few times he does this in the movie, breaks fourth wall and looks at us in the camera i wish i was i wish i directed this movie and casted it <laughs> why so i can make it better <laughs> i mean honestly okay so no one's believing her she's getting dragged away in a transport vehicle so she's doing the role that the hitcher was in the first one basically but the captain believes her and he asked them if they were up in the hayloft because <laughs> he suddenly thought hang on a second <laughs> Remember when that car came out below, but someone was firing at us from above? Maybe that means something. And I love how he asked her this question as if she can't lie. <laughs> like, if, imagine she was the killer. And he's like, were you up in the hayloft? It's like, oh, well, I can't lie. So I have to do, yes, yes, I was up in the hayloft. Um, and yeah, and apparently the female sheriff is really into the hitcher. They drive off. But the sheriff can't, the captain can't come that quick. He's got to fill up his car or some bullshit. So he's delayed a little bit. And they drive by a digger. And the hitter apparently just like got out, smacks them with the digger. And he's now in digger disguise. He's got another costume on, guys. Oh my gosh. He's like Hamburglar meets the hitcher. I don't. <laughs> he really is. That's exactly it. I love it. He is the Hamburglar hitcher. Oh, stop. I would have watched that. That sequel I would watch twice. And we don't even get any payoff from this woman sheriff liking him. He just kills her immediately. There's no yep. even sort of like look in her eyes of like, oh no, I was wrong. I should never trust love. <laughs> he throws her the keys and the gun just like he did in the first one. And then the sheriff turns up and finds her with the gun and everyone's dead. And then you think, oh, cool, we're going to do the same things. But nope, we really do the same things because just when you think they're totally framed. And again, he could get away with it. The hitcher turns up, shoots the sheriff. And she fires at him as he's getting away in a truck. And then she sees a plane flying in the air. She's got oh a plan. my God, this freaking plane. She's got a plan. I might need you guys to help me understand the plan. I <laughs> don't, I don't get it, guys. What the I hell don't was understand. that? I understand. I had no idea what was going on. What was she doing? Why was she just flying over him and flying back and flying? What the hell was she? I don't get what she was trying to scare him. He wasn't budging. Why would that's not scary? <laughs> You're not even touching him or hitting him. You're not even trying. You don't even get your gun out to even try to shoot him until he starts freaking shooting you after the tenth time you passed him. I don't get it. I don't get it. I Christina said it all. She summed it up beautifully. I have no <laughs> idea what was happening. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. There needs to be a word for this where you get something that happens in a movie 
and the movie just expects you to believe it because it's telling you in the world of the movie this is what happened and these characters believe in these decisions that they're making but if you even begin to lift up that rug you're like none of this makes any sense whatsoever and this scene is exactly that she grabs a gun she steals a plane she starts he's got a semi truck and she's got a plane that's as far as we know (laughs) neither of these two things can interact with each other helpfully she just keeps flying past him again and again and trying again. And to, be to honest, do what what that were word, these writers when nothing thinking makes sense is garbage that is what this, that word it, is it no sense it's literally like obviously somebody owned a plane in the, who made this film someone knew someone who owned a plane and all like that and to be honest these are the most competently shot bits because it is a real plane and a real lower, you know, semi. And you can tell that. And that's kind of like looks the best that anything in this movie looks, but it's means nothing because it's like, what the fuck are you? And you this can't, semi point, doesn't it, even swerve. I, I don't understand how nothing. they just, there is no justification to this until the end. I mean, when she hit, but why didn't she just do that from the first swing by because the plane is expensive they can't just have the plane for 10 seconds you got to go like a few rounds with it this is your big finale you got to pretend it means something when there's nothing that can happen why couldn't they just like have her swing by trying like why couldn't it be her trying to shoot him through there every time i I, I mean that would have at least and then they start shooting each other from so far away you're like this is fucking ridiculous so stupid it made me that made me the angriest Did he do that in the Hitcher or was it just in Jewel when he waves them by? He must have done it in Hitcher as well. He did it. Oh, yeah. In no, Jewel. it was just in Duel, I thought. I didn't was it just in Jewel, Duel? yeah. But he does yeah. it here. He does do um, it here. It's so weird. Um, Duel he really shoots a plane. The disappointed grandfather of. Yes. Mm-hmm, Jewel's mm-hmm. looking pretty good now, right, guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I rewatched Duel. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to stop saying guys. I apologize. What? I'm trying to stop saying guys. I apologize oh, as a collective term. It's hard to de- reprogram your brain. Guys? Guys are fine. I mean, no, I don't some know. people get upset about that, and that's fine because guys is a male terminology. So for a group of people with mixed gender, then you what do you to call say, us? You know, oh. Whatever. I call you Yos. fuckers. Fuckers Yos. is fine. That's, that's yeah, just good. fuckers. What do you fuckers think about that? That's I why like a lot that. of people now are saying you all more or y'all because it's oh, like yeah. you all, yeah. be, you know, but you I can't do that. Ladies and gentle thems. That's what some of my friends say. Of course they do. <laughs> she gets a plane shot twice and then she makes an executive decision gonna wing him <laughs> so she she flies her wing into the front of the carriage and you know it seems to blow up she then survives by the way the police didn't seem to take the bullet out of her leg because she still got the wound bleeding <laughs> like she didn't get bandaged professionally like when the cops I don't care if they think you might have killed someone they're gonna fucking dress your wound <laughs> And sort your leg out, but no. So she grabs a lead pipe, goes over to approaches him, smacks him in the fucking head, and then ties him between the truck and the tanker oh, yeah. in, a, in an Rock alternate redo. Yeah, I mean, and this is just even more despicable. So like, really, you're just going to do every fucking beat. And yeah, she doesn't even know this thing. She doesn't even know that he did this before or the spirit of him, whatever. She doesn't even know that this is what happened to the woman. Jim in told the first her. Picture. Jim no, told but he her. didn't. She then says, oh, off he told me. Out, we were screen. in that scene. Yeah. We saw him tell her and he did not. Off screen out. Don't they, aren't they allowed to have some privacy too? Anyways, the thing that you should be <laughs> angry about is that fucking what? The sandbag she puts on the thing. Why cut a slit in it? Why not just, why not just put a sand, 
bag on it and get the shit done. I don't understand. What was the cut for? Can you explain that to me? I don't know. Just you don't know him. either? Just, Just kill, kill him. him. I got no words. Particularly, oh, you know the cops are going to come. And then she says, who are you? And he says, what? And spoil all the fun. <laughs> Does it even matter? God. Which means the producers don't know and care. Writer. The writers don't know and care. It's... So he tells her she doesn't have it in her, not yet, to kill him. And then the cops turn up and the truck conks out. It can't even like keep accelerating, so he doesn't die. And then they shoot her in the other leg. <laughs> so she's been shot in both legs now by the cops. And then the cops let the hitcher loose, and of course he kills both of them. Gas is leaking from the tanker. She tries to like get away so she doesn't burn, and then she shoots the tanker, it explodes, and we get insane the most beautiful explosion right (laughs) we see multiple shots again the first shot when it blows up is fine because they're not doing anything and then they just keep going and And keep going and keep going effects of him getting ripped apart cgi blood gdi body parts i thought for a second like a specter of a demon coming out of him because it's just such a mess of cgi shit and then this huge music as she's watching him burn and throws a shotgun. It's insane. Like, it's it's literally the opposite of the first film. And by the way, she's going to jail. Because there are no witnesses that believe that. <laughs> if all these cops are dead. And she's known as being a murderer. Yeah. So she's yeah. done. She's done. And we're on the final shot. And the focus puller can't even be bothered to keep pulling focus. Because it goes really blurry accidentally at the end of this movie before they cut the credits and that's the hitcher too i've been waiting god al i just want to say thank you so much for blessing our lives with this movie i'm changed forever it's inspiring because you know you can do better (laughs) (laughs) there are only a couple of facts that i know about this movie one is that they were in production on this movie mid-shooting when 9-11 happened (gasps) and they were shooting so I do actually know where some of this was shot was near Vancouver. So they probably shot in Canadian places for tax breaks with the mm. deserts up there. Oh, wow. And they had actors flying from LA to Vancouver who were unable to travel. So lots of scenes, including the ending, were rewritten while shooting to accommodate the problems that were happening. People like Mackenzie Gray was apparently meant to die but couldn't get to set. Like there were loads of things. So they just had to rewrite a whole bunch, which fair enough is going to like be a reason for some of this but yeah that is hard and by the way that final shot when she flies into the lorry when the plane crashes into the lorry they shot that on 9-11 oh my god that's weird oh my gosh so this movie was doomed doomed well again there's no budget out there i can find there's no box office because it didn't get a box office it went straight to dvd who knows how it did how did it do for us? Hey, Christina, next week we're not doing The Hitcher 3. We're doing a different film that I'll get to. But what I want to know is how did you feel about Hitcher 2? And then what would you have wanted? Like, if you didn't enjoy this, how can they do this better? Like, what's the sequel? What's the redo? No, I, well, yeah, basically, like, just how did you feel is about this movie? Is there a Hitcher 3? And if you, don't, if you don't like this movie, how could they have made you, could they have made you satisfied? Was there any way to do a sequel? Well, you know, I was like, oh, Jim, he should, like, I could totally see him going into, like, the police force or something like that, saving people, whatever. And they did that. They did it. 
but that's about it that's all they did (laughs) it was horrible i it was just it was kind of like really insulting to hit your one and like from every angle there wasn't one thing i liked about it it was pretty gnarly and it was a mess so i don't know what to say about it i i don't like it that's it and what do I want? What do I want from a Hitcher 3? I don't want a Hitcher 3. <laughs> I want them okay. to erase this Hitcher and it just to be Hitcher 1 because they fucked up, man. Yeah. They did. They I did. don't know how yeah. anybody could watch the Hitcher 1 and then make this movie like like this. I mean, I agree. <laughs> Everything that was great about the first Hitcher, they did not do. They like did the complete opposite. I don't know. It's messed up, man. <laughs> How do you feel? Is it messed up? This movie is capital F fucked, dude. <laughs> I was... Christina summed it up so eloquently, so beautifully. <laughs> no, I think you did with capital F fucked. <laughs> yeah, you got the win on this one. <laughs> and I just... This was such a hot mess. I don't know what producer was like, mm-hmm, let's write a Hitcher fan fiction. Let's make that a movie. Let's do it. I don't know who allowed this to happen. I don't know why C. Thomas... What's his name? Or Jim? Howell. Or Howell. I C. Thomas Howell was like, yeah, man, I'm part of it. It just was so hapdash and sloppy. And the Hitcher was so beautiful. I think it... I said this, you know, last week, too that I really think the hero's journey was done so, so well in the first Hitcher and with such beautiful shots and cinematography and the acting was really amazing and lovely and we all had such great feelings from it. And it really could have been one of those classic one and done movies that you could just hold that as like a great film in your mind. But with Hitcher 2, oh my gosh, what was happening? What was the point? What was the purpose? It hurt me. Who... Capital F fucked. That's how I feel. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's obvious. I mean, again, this is my thing. My biggest takeaway from this movie, the reason why it hurt more than anything we've ever... I've gone from last week being like, this is the best thing I've ever reviewed for our show to this is the worst thing. And it's not the worst thing. I've reviewed worse. There are sequels that I've done on the show that are worse than this movie. However, nothing has hurt as much because nothing has fallen as far so quickly normally with sequels your second one's going to be just dull or a retread or just more tacky or more violent obviously it's normally not going to be as good as the first one and then the third one they're going to like explore that lore and set it up a bit more and then they're going to get weird by the fifth one and then it's going to like by the time you get to seven eight or nine that's when you hit this level of straight to dvd shit that no one cares about they've gone through the formula so much they're just like you know what just look at the first film and try and do that again but with no money and some bad actors who are available the day before like it's that's what this feels like but somehow 15 years of nothing happening to the hitcher franchise and then the sequel finally comes and this is it and it's like secretly all those movies were being made during those 15 years and we just got this one and none of the others it's bewildering and yeah it's an absolute insult to the first hitcher that this exists which is why we're going to be covering the film we're covering next week but i'll get to that in a brief second I love how Evan wrinkles her eyebrows like she's never got a text from us on what films we're covering. Yeah, I forgot. How long did I think that we were doing Candyman like, for? 
Okay. Well, it'll be a surprise in a minute. Again, if you're listening to us and you haven't lost the will to live, congratulations. You don't need to watch this film, but do fast, you know, just watch the bits where Boosie is in different costumes because it's hilarious. Please do subscribe. Please just rate and, and share our podcast. It helps us out a whole bunch. I'm Mr. Al White on all the social medias and on the Xbox. And if you want my Switch code, just go onto my Twitter and scroll back a little bit. I've got my Switch code there if you want to play some Animal Crossing. And during this quarantine time, escape onto little islands and, you know, put tarantulas and farms, tarantula farms, whatever you want to do. Where can people interact with you? Stop wrinkling your nose, heaven. Where can, where can they interact? <laughs> Oh, sorry, me. Evan. Oh, I thought you were talking to Christina for a second. No, uh, you're wrinkling your you nose. You can find me on Twitter at Heaven Devere. I'm not very active on there, but maybe I will be for you. Who knows? <laughs> and on Instagram, Heaven.Devera. I might start making collages soon, but that's in the air. Oh, nice. <laughs> cool. My name is Christina, and I'm on the Instagram and the Twitter, and it's at underscore high. H-I, Christina. That's Why do you go like Alabama when you do it? I don't know. <laughs> My name's Christina. <laughs> I have no idea what the Alabama accent is. Um, <laughs> next week, guys, I'm, I'm what is excited. Next week, Al? Well, look, it's got to get better. Can we agree on that? It can't be this bad again. Hey. I don't know. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Now, there is a Hitcher remake. You would think that that's what we're going to be covering next because that is the next and only other official Hitcher film. It came out in 2007. But no, we will be covering that the week after next. And look, you guys might hate it, but hold out a little hope because it will at least have professionals behind the wheel. It will be a Platinum Dunes film, so Michael Bay producing. It will have money in it. Mm. But next week, we're going to be talking about Highwaymen. Now, why are we doing that? Well, because... The year after The Hitcher 2 came out, Highwaymen came out, and Highwaymen is directed by Robert Harmon, the director of the first Hitcher movie. It has music by the same guy as the first Hitcher movie. And while legally they're not allowed to talk about it, it is the spiritual sequel to The Hitcher. This is Robert Harmon essentially saying, I see what you did with The Hitcher 2. I'm not happy about it. Here's my take. Oh, good for uh, him. Okay, It's all not right. obviously the same characters. It's not the same story. It is a little different, but it's the same themes. And I've only seen it once. I have very little recollection, which hopefully means at least it wasn't as bad as this week's, uh, but probably not as good as the first one. We'll see. But at least, yeah, we're going to get him him back and his, his vision of maybe where he would have taken this, which is exciting. But yeah. Until then, I hope everyone stays safe, stays inside. Watch these movies along with us if you, if you can. And I'm fucking exhausted. I'm done. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next Friday. <laughs> Geeks. Bye. Geeks. Geeks.